the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Hi, right, folks. Hey, welcome to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a grocery store, liquor store, or a small business and you're in, deed, you're in need of a uh, uh, checkout person because, you know, labor costs are skyrocketing, you might want to look at what all Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco do. They're doing self-checkout. It's real easy to do. You just give Southwest Point of Sale a call, 800-540-2149. Have them come out, take a look at your facility, and if it works, they'll hook you up for as little as what it would cost to buy a cash register. Uh, Jeff and Mark have been doing this for more years than I care to admit, and you'll get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day service no matter what the problem is. So you know, get into the 21st century. Go to Southwest Point of Sale. 800-540-2149 or southwestpos.com. Also, San Diego Propane. Boy, if you lived in East County, you'd be thrilled. San Diego Propane, unfortunately, only services East County, and I have to tell you, I love it. sd-propane.com. Give Dave a call. Come out to your facility, give you a free estimate, do a walkthrough, and check the whole house completely uh, as far as the, I mean, they've got uh, smoke detectors and all kinds of safety items for your whole family they can look into. So go to sd-propane.com, or if you want to call them, 619-460-1705. And for automotive needs, West Escondido Auto and Trans, four locations, AAA, NAP Auto Care, ASC certified, can't get any better than that. Go to westautomotivegroup.com and check them out. All right, hey, guess what, folks? Yeehaw, a new track is opening uh, this is a track that's opening up with more history than probably most tracks in the area. Jeff Dale is on the uh, line right now, and Jeff is going to kind of run us through what's going on, who are they supporting, and what's the schedule's life. Jeff, how you doing today, bud? Hey, Dave. How you doing? Doing excellent. So to start with, kind of give us a little bit of a history lesson when it comes to Imperial Valley uh, Speedway. Well, it goes clear back to roughly 1930. Wow. So we're, we're pushing real close to a 100-year-old facility. And our family was involved with the racing at, back in, from 1986 to 95. And then um, I got back into it in uh, 2012-13 with a business partner, Joseph Dollywall. And Joseph's is part of the, the Heritage Foundation at our facility. And then since I've been involved now with Heritage, and then we've all come together to keep this facility going. And the Heritage Foundation, in a little bit, I'll let Jesse uh, Lario speak a little bit on that. He's a board member with the Heritage Foundation. But the Heritage Foundation is a nonprofit organization that all the proceeds of the money goes to back into the fair facility itself, as well as uh, also scholarship foundations and different things. But um there's just so much rich history to our track and so many 
name people have come and ran at our facility from the answers to the Joneses and to just people that have, have been running at Indy for many, many years. And it, in fact, I've mentioned to you our very first race in Imperial was in 1919, and that was a Grand Prix through the city of Imperial, and Barney Oldfield won it, which was <laughs> interesting. So what size is the track? The track is a quarter mile. It's a wide, banked quarter mile. The facility started out in the 20s as a mile track because it was a horse race track. Oh, yeah. Then it went from that size down to, in fact, Jesse and I were just talking about it. It was actually more, they called it a half mile, but the facility was actually at five-eighths of a mile, very similar to Manzanita Speedway in Phoenix. Um, then it was cut down in 1983. It was cut down to what they called the three eighths, but actually it was a, a, a measured from the bottom to the middle seven sixteenths and middle to the top half mile. Now we're down to a quarter. In the 70s, they used to run quarter mile stock cars on it, um, but it's back to a quarter mile. That's what we can do um, and keep the facility open because the three eighths. We can no longer run the three-eighths because we would have to have an engineered study wall put around the facility, and it's just cost prohibitive to yeah. put that in. So we put in the quarter mile, and actually, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I preference the two. I would rather have the quarter than the three-eighths because it puts on really good tight racing. Yeah, and and uh, what's the surface? Is it asphalt or dirt? Nope. We have a clay like no other in, in Southern California. It's uh, actually on the quarter mile where it's at now was the old quarter mile years ago. And they actually uh, rail card in uh, clay from the South really? along with our good life from Imperial. And you mix that in and it makes a really super fast, tacky track. So with that being said, does that keep the consistency of the track pretty even or is it a low maintenance track or a high maintenance track? It's actually a really a, a low maintenance track. Once wow. you once you get it, and I have to tell you, uh, hats off and many many thanks to uh, Maurice Ortega at AM Ortega, his grandson Bronson and Junior. These guys come in and they have done a phenomenal job building a track. Um, I thought I built a pretty good track in the past. Mm-hmm. I don't even come close to what these gentlemen do. Yeah, and they're professional. And, and what they've done to continue racing in our valley and not to mention southern california that's awesome okay let's talk a little bit about grandstands what's the capacity uh if we put everybody butt cheek to butt cheek we can get 2500 wow any uh are they covered or open uh that's covered uh we have wow. enough capacity to about another 700 open that's amazing all right so you know the the, the best part of any racetrack is the concessions. Talk to us about the food. <laughs> well, you know, the food that we have, it just depends on what, who we have that we bring in because what's really kind of cool is we can we can ping on some of our local restaurants. And I think uh, we, can all, we can always say we probably, I'm again, I'm, I love my valley and my town. We have some of the best Mexican food in all of western United States <laughs> right here in the valley. See? And so it, it just depends on who we call this time to come out and uh, and provide our, our concessions. And somebody told me you had really the, one of the cleanest restrooms out there? 
Well, we try to keep it that way, you bet. Because, you know, I mean, not being, you know, you know, uh, just saying things, but you know that's important, especially to, to to ladies and and even gentlemen. You know, you want a nice, clean facility. You don't want, you know, trash and cigarette butts and what have you all over the place. But uh, so you, so you've done that. You completely remodeled it. Would you say? Um, not the facility. It's just been it's just been well maintained. Okay. The actual grant was built during uh, the forties, um, and it was probably the end of the WPA programs kind of built like that. Okay. A lot of concrete. Grandstand is all concrete, metal covered. Oh, wow. Um, the seating is, so if you've never been, there's the seating is all concrete, the whole entire grandstand. In fact, it was built as a bomb shelter, believe it or not. <laughs> but it, it's still, it, it, the way it looks, it looks like it could have been built 10 years ago. No kidding. Uh, so you've got, man, and from San Diego, how far would you say that is uh, a drive? Hour, hour and a half? Um, well, if, if you drive like me, because <laughs> I drive slow. I only drive fast when I'm uh, on the track. <laughs> yeah, me too. When I'm on the highway, you're looking at probably from San Diego, downtown San Diego, to our racetrack, two hours. Oh, shoot, that's uh, nothing. East, East County, an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Alpine, probably an hour. If you, yeah, if you drive like my wife, I would say an hour. Yeah, <laughs> that's my wife as well. All right, let's take a quick break and let's get uh, your guest on, and we'll talk about uh, the fairgrounds because it is in a fairgrounds, which is always a good place to have it, especially when the fair comes to town. So stay tuned. You're listening to Yak Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Saul on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by South Bay Auto House. If you're looking for a dealership alternative for your Mercedes, then you cannot go wrong with South Bay Auto House. They're at uh, 310 Trousdale Drive in Chula Vista. Uh, just give them a call, 619-422-6252. Make an appointment for service. Uh, maybe if you're thinking about trading your car in, give them a chance to see what they'll give you for your car before you traded it in. Uh, or you can buy a pre-owned Mercedes from South Bay Auto House. All the service technicians are trained. Uh, they've got a parts department that's really massive, so it's waiting for parts. It's pretty much out of the question. So give them a call, 619 422 uh, five two, and tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. And bumper docks and scratches, dings and dents, window tents, uh, you name it, they do it. Uh, they'll even completely paint your car. They'll do all kinds of body work. They're very, very skilled in what they do. Go to SanteeBumperDock.com or 619-258-0433. All right, we're talking to Jeff Dale. And Jeff, I guess you're the track owner? No, not close. <laughs> you don't want that headache? I, I, no, no, not at all. No, I, I uh, uh, again, our family had a contract with the, the 45th uh, District Affairs and Exhibitions in California okay. back in the 80s. And uh, just merely just a volunteer uh, to keep this, this facility alive. That's all what I am. All right. So who's going to talk heritage? Jesse Lario. Jesse. Jesse is a, a board member, and, and he's excited to talk. All right. Hey, Jesse, how you doing, buddy? 
Good, good, Dave. Beautiful day to be down here in the Valley. I guess so. Hey, you know, I think this is the first time I've heard of someone, you know, operating a racetrack as, you know, a foundation. Why don't you kind of explain that to the listeners? Okay. Um, We are not operating a racetrack. What we do is uh, we help uh, promote events using the race, the fair facilities. Um, You know, as many fairs throughout the state, uh, we have great facilities from covered barns to uh, open facilities to banquet rooms to uh, various types. And, yeah, of course, there's a racetrack here. You know, unfortunately, you know, uh, we most fairs are just used maybe four or five days a year, maybe ten days a year, two weeks. Uh, with the economy, economic conditions, you know, you can't afford to do that, to have great facilities like that just sit dormant. Right. So with the Heritage Foundation, it's a 5013C. It's completely community member driven, and what we do is we invest all our funds, all our profits into the fairgrounds. We cannot divert or invest a single penny outside of the property. It has to stay here. So what we do is we we help promote events uh, that will help raise funds, uh, and those money that money is invested right back into the facility. From the animal barns to help improve them so we have more kids participating in animal projects to a real nice racetrack with a rich history that's just sitting dormant, just begging to be used. Yeah. And we just, uh, as a director, we said we, we, we cut the fair into different pieces and we take one function at a time. Which one is the one we could invest the least and get the most bang for our bucks immediately? Sure. But we've done that. And now we're at wow, here's this racetrack. How can we invest it? And not all at one time. You know, it, there's, there's a, a, a like a ladder. Just let's scale it up. And in order to get it right, we need to bring experts in. You know, from A.M. Ortega to, to help engineer a beautiful track. Sure. The experts of Jeff Dale and Mickey Dale and his wife that have done this with a rich family history that are helping us, promote, uh, you know, do it the right way. Uh, do it the sound fiscally way because we do, as a director, we do uh, have to respond to our our members, our community on our investments. So we want to be able to say that we surround ourselves with the best experts in the area to help put this race properly. So far, I'm we're very excited. I mean, we just keep getting better and better, uh, and and uh, and now we're to the point as in okay, let's start let's start hosting larger events. And uh, let's start getting the community more involved. When we did our county fair, we noticed a trend starting. More, more and more people in the valley starting to like dirt events. Believe it or not, you know, mm-hmm. dirt events. And we said, "Wow, how you know these grandstands hold so many people? How what other events can we have? You know, uh, during the week or on the weekend shows?" And we noticed that when we had the lightning sprints, I mean, the stands were filling up. Whenever we had the heritage cars with the local driver, we, we guesstimated that every car brought eight eight to ten family members into sure. the stands. And we, wow. And uh, so we said, let's invest more. But how can we go into the future and not look back at our rich history? And the rich history in this track is these spring cars that made this track what it is. Why not go back to our roots? And, and I mean, we're to, we're to the point where we want to have the spring cars with the Ferris wheel in the background in the champion picture, just like they had it back in the days, 
and and you know give more of the drivers that nostalgia that that camaraderie uh and, and at the same time you know give the give the community uh the members because you know they i i don't know about you but i have so much history being a kid and my father taking me to the races. oh you and me yeah. both yes and and i mean we my father and i we we either knew the drivers by their number or we knew the drivers by their name. And we knew their personality. We knew which ones liked the bump and grind. We knew which ones were, hey, this guy's good, but he's no good in traffic, so watch out. Here comes, he, he doesn't know how to lap cars. And, I mean, that's the excitement. So how can we give that to the generation? Right. You know, and that's what we're wanting to do. How can we provide these memories to the next? And you've got a track surface that's unique to anything else around, and I think once you get drivers on the track and they see how, what that clay will do and how, you know, it will just change everything to where you're not adjusting on the car every time you're in the pits, I think will will be huge. And and I think if people were doing, I'm just sitting here thinking like, you know, the, uh, you know, different events that are doing like off-road shows, you know, selling product and see having people there, having events out at your location. I mean, let's face it, you're right in the middle of, of, of the desert and the desert season. So there's so many other avenues and there, and these people are always looking to where could they do a convention and where could they do, you know, an event. And really, it sounds to me like your plate is almost empty for what you can do. You can almost add anything to it. Correct. Correct. You know, we, we sit right in the middle of a beautiful triangle from, from Yuma, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona on, on the east side to yeah. Palm Springs on the north side to San Diego County on the west side. And, and then let's not forget, I mean, we got a huge major population in Mexicali, Baja, California. Oh, yeah. That's untapped. Imagine if we if we get the the people from Mexico a little taste of spring car racing, <laughs> we start getting population going over here. I mean, it, it, it's enormous. I mean, so how can we do that? And at the same time, when they come to the property, they're going to see how. I mean, from LED lighting to new to new pavement on the facility, wow. to new paint job. I mean, they're going to see how the 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 fair slowly is getting a, a real facelift that they're going to say, you know, how can I rent this uh, banquet hall for my quinceañera or for a wedding? How yeah, can I see? rent it for, for a, you know, my, my parents' 50th anniversary? And that's where you start getting more community buy-in because, you know, the, like I said, you know, it's right here dead in the middle. Uh, and, our town, and our town is growing. I mean, from, from the town of Imperial having a brand new hotel uh, being uh, built as we speak uh-huh. uh, to the city right next to it that has grown so much. It has great facilities also for, I mean, it, the possibilities are in there. So you can almost make it a destination, you know, like a weekend getaway because, you know, everybody comes to San Diego, but why not go the other way, especially if you like the desert community, you like the weather, and with everything that you're doing, yeah, I mean, it sounds to me like it's endless. And I guess the, the, your job now is getting the word out. And I think that's why I appreciate you taking an hour out of your day to talk about it. Because, you know, this is only the beginning. As you just continually, you know, expand, start talking to more and more people, you know, just start filling the place up. Because I know the goal is, at least during the season, have something going on, if not every weekend, but every other weekend. Correct. 
Correct. That's that's our ultimate goal. You know, getting getting the facility more and more used uh, throughout the year, uh, and, and that's what we do. And one thing that we I cannot go on any further without saying we couldn't do this without community support. Right. Community, I buy it. I want to say investment. Right. Because the city is investing into our own future. Um, you know, the investment because we all participated in the county fair. I don't care if you submitted a, a photo into the county project, to a welding project, to an animal project, and how can we continue to have that Americana for the for the next generation to come? You know, we, we can't forget the, the fairgrounds throughout California are being stressed. I, mean, I Last time I heard, there was five or six fairs that were profitable in the state, and, and this one in Imperial Valley being one of them. So how can we reassure that we continue to have that investment to carry this forward for, for years to come. We couldn't do this with our great membership. Uh, you know, you, you buy a membership to, to be with our group, and then we invest that into it here, you know, from, from uh, like I said, uh, from facilities to infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera. Well, for our members, we do provide some benefits. What, what does uh, that cost? What, What's the cost for that? Uh, you know, you can have an uh, individual to a family membership from 300 and we have some that go as far as you want to uh, go. Right. The R501, so it's completely tax deductible. Wow. So whatever you donate, donate to us, I mean, you could, uh, you know, uh, leverage that against your, your tax situation to say. So, but, uh, so where do they find out more information? Because cause I think that's one thing people that maybe are, don't live in the area that, but would like to help, you know, if you have different levels of membership, what what's a good website? Because truly, I'm going to go look. Yeah, it's uh, uh and, and I want to stress that if they want to buy tickets for the race, uh, they could go to heritageracingseries.com to buy tickets. Uh, and, I mean, we'll put, a, we'll put a fast pass line for them if they want to, but they don't have to go to the booth. They just go right on in. Right. Make it smoother. Okay, so that was cmwfheritagefoundation.org. Yes. I am definitely going to yes. check that out. Because, again, folks, don't complain. Participate. Get involved. Throw a couple hundred dollars at them because the end result will be amazing. And I got a funny feeling I'm going to go look when I get home tonight. The more you donate, the better benefits you'll have when you come to the track. Might even get your own private parking space. Who knows? All right. Hey, guys. Hang with me. We're going to come back. We're going to take one more break. Actually, we got two more breaks, but we're going to take this break. And we're going to come back. And uh, I want to talk to Jeff a little bit and talk about the kind of cars that, that are going to be coming to uh, Imperial Valley Speedway right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything undercarriage, you can't beat it. San Diego Gear and Axle, all-wheel, two-wheel, four-wheel, quattro, you name it, four-by-four, two-by-four. Steve and his team could do anything and everything you want. All the suspension work necessary. Go to sdgearaxle.com, sdgearaxle.com. All right, we've been sitting here talking with Jeff Dale and uh, Jesse Lario uh, about uh, Imperial Valley Speedway, which has just got me so excited I can hardly stand it. So, 
Jeff, let's talk about the type of cars that are going to be on the track. What is it, the 23rd? Well, yeah, the uh, 22nd. 22nd, okay. 21st, Friday night and Saturday night, next weekend. Wow. So what are people going to see on Friday night? What kind of cars? Friday night, you're going to see uh, three divisions. Um, actually, four, because we're going to we're going to let the little little guys run two in the little mini dwarfs. Um, but you're going to have the cars, which are basically an IMCA sport contract. They're very similar, uh, two thousand or older vehicles, um, introductory kind of a car to get into racing, and that'll be running. Um, you'll also have Southwest Lightning Sprints. And then you're going to have an open competition, non-wing sprint cars. <laughs> On a quarter of a mile. Quarter of a mile. I'll tell you, when they came out in April and put on a little exhibition, it was exciting to watch. Did you have to repaint the walls and the and the stands because they went around so fast, it just blew all the paint <laughs> off the building? <laughs> you know what? Nothing like the sound uh. of a metal. Turning V8. There's just nothing like it. If they'd make an aftershave, I'd buy it in the five-gallon container. I'm serious as a heart attack. There is nothing. And then what are you going to have, 10, 15, maybe even 20 cars out there? Oh, my goodness. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and you know, once you, know, you build it, they will come. I'll bet you'll start, you know, once the word gets out and, and the drivers start talking to one another at, at different tracks and say, man, you have got to check out Imperial Valley Speedway. Next thing you know, you got them coming in from the Midwest. You got the Kyle Larsons. You know, you got all the different drivers that, you know, low, and you know what it is? It's because it's a new track. It's something else that they haven't done before. And I think that's a real bonus on your side. You know, along with the fact that we've just come out of a two-year, you know, isolation, and now everybody wants to get out and stretch their legs, so to speak. Well, one one thing that 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 we've done that that I feel is going to help people is we're not charging twenty-five bucks for a ticket to get in. It's ten dollars. Golly, ten bucks to get in, and it's something that we're trying to get people into the seats and and come and see what we're offering. And so it's not going to break the bank to come and see it. Um, the type of caliper of cars and people, um, I'm going to just put a little teaser out there. We have a guy coming in from the Midwest that's going to run. So the, the, it, the word is getting out. <laughs> also, after the race on Saturday night, um, you get out of the grandstands, don't go to your car. We have a live band afterwards that you can hang out and enjoy the music. Um, we also are encouraging people to be around to meet the drivers and and get to meet people that are out there, you know, mixing it up on the track. Dave, I want to add, um, we we have been meeting with our drivers and, and various help. On Saturday night, our race will be on myracepass.com. Uh, so the fans in the stands on their app on their phone oh. will be able to get live timing how fast they're going, their, I mean, their timing per lap and who's leading and who's, not, who's in second, who's in third. That's something that we're going to bring this weekend, this coming weekend to the fans. It's something new that we haven't even put it out there. And then we are we're rushing because we're going to be, looks like we're going to be trying to fly a drone. <laughs> and then we're going to live to our Facebook page. I haven't even told our own directors. I know some of them are listening right now. We're going to try to leak it. I too. So you're going to be able to see the drone flying right on top of the cars while the race is going. 
a lifetime. Hey, Jeff, let's have fun with him and ask him, let's really dig into that technical side about an app. I got a sneaky feeling he doesn't know how to do it. Just download it. Ah, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> honest with you, I don't know. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> Just do it. It's got to be easy, right? If Jesse can do it, anybody can do it. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, uh, Dave, one thing that I wanted to mention, and I forgot to mention this, that's so important for our track is I can name off about three or four tracks right now that have closed that have been such an important part of California. I know. Um, from to the old Speedway 117 in South Bay to uh, Speedway uh, and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm seeing the pass is having a real issue now. Um, in Fontana, they're talking about closing it down. We're in an area that this place is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And it's somewhere that, like you'd mentioned, the destination. We want to make this to where people come and enjoy it and want to come back, especially for our fair race in March. Right. So I just want to throw that in there because it's so well, important. We're losing tracks all over the West, and and uh, we don't want to let that go. I tell people this all the time. If you don't support your local track and it's gone, you will never see it again. I don't care what you say. So if you have any love affair for the track, whether you go or not, it's one of the best proving grounds for children. I mean, when you mention mini dwarfs, we've got a mini dwarf crowd at Barona that I bring on radio. Every one of them's got a straight-A student. Every one of them's polite. Every one of them talks intelligently. And it's almost like an extension of going to school. But racing makes these kids better than if they didn't have racing. I, I know you agree with that, and I think that is such an important, you know, c- component to any racetrack is get those kids out there, teach them sportsmanship, teach them fair play, teach them how to work on their car. I got I got own, owners, uh, mom and dads, that these kids are eight, nine years old, and they're taking their car completely down to nothing and back together again before the next race. Yep, exactly right. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been, you grew up in this. I mean, anybody that was yeah. able to see Barney Oldfield race there. I mean, yeah, you you got you got years, dude. You got years. <laughs> yeah. Another great memory that Jeff brought to me not too long ago was uh, a race here at the fair that uh, that Jeff's parents uh, had hosted a barbecue out in the pits for after the race, and how it grew and such great camaraderie between the racers and everybody looked forward to it year after year. And it's kind of funny because Saturday we had a, a brief meeting uh, in the morning. And one thing we're going to – that was asked is, can somebody bring a big barbecue grill? We'll have a big potluck for all the racers. We yeah. can all hang out and chit-chat. And, and, you know, those are the friendships that yeah. are made. You know, we make them in the stands, but they also make them out in the pits. And we want these drivers to, to really feel welcome and really have a good time. And, and like you said, you don't know who Imperial Valley Raceway is and want to come back because, you uh, know, maybe they didn't win the big prize money, but they had a great time. Right. Well, it, that story goes that I mouthed off and told P.J. Jones and Paige that we are going to have a little party. You know, it was only going to be a handful of guys. And they went through the pits and told everybody. And when they showed up, there was like 300 people showing killed me <laughs> off to the grocery store hey, and i want to say one other thing jesse because i've been dealing with motorsports on this side of the border and on the other side of the border down in mexico and i am and not just off road i'm gonna tell you 
the the Mexican community is so passionate when it comes to motorsports. You want to fill the stands? You just invite them up and, and get word down there that you've got a track. And you're right. Once they get a taste of sprint cars, you're not going to be able to get rid of them. It's just going to grow leaps and bounds. And a lot of people don't think about Mexico when they think motorsports. But it's I think that country's probably more into motorsports, I hate to say this, than the United States. Don't you kind of agree? Right. Oh, yep. you bet. You bet. I mean, from the NASCAR series being down yep. there to, to the cars, bought trucks, and, and all that growing, you're absolutely right. That's a very, uh, you know, very uh, unforeseen or untough market. Yes. You know, uh, you know, we brag about we brag about our great Mexican food, but we've got a great Hispanic community here in the Valley. Uh, but yeah, you know, reaching down south of the border, you're absolutely right. You know, there's actually more people in the town of Mexicali than the whole Imperial Valley population put together. Right. So talk about it, market. I mean, it's down there. But before I go any further, Dave, I will say this: I got a text from a director. Uh, we're going to be saving a pair of tickets for you at the gate. Ah. Uh, we want you either on Friday or Saturday. Hey, for, if you come on Friday, there's going to be a barbecue grill uh, with with something on. For you, if you come on Saturday, a freshman uh, at the at right by the stage while the music is playing after the race, where it's free for all our fans to enjoy. Wow, that is so huge! I, I'm telling you, folks, whenever there's a new track in town, these guys are going to bust their butt to give you the best show ever. And this is only the beginning. Wait till 4th of July shows up. They'll probably have one of the biggest fireworks displays you've ever seen. And if you put racing in during the fair, holy moly. I mean, all I can I mean, you can see when I had you guys on KUSI TV that I wasn't blowing smoke. When I heard that you guys were open, I told you, I will do whatever it takes to get the word out, whether it's radio or TV. You can come back to TV anytime you want. Brett Sexton's always got cars. He's got like 300 of them, so you don't even have to bring anything up from the desert. And, I mean, I'm, I'm serious as a heart attack. On air, I'm telling you, whenever you need help or whenever you need exposure, whether it's prior to a race or maybe you got something exciting going on because I noticed another thing is you're giving back to the community. You're not just running a racetrack. Yes, exactly right. Yes, I, and I will say this. You know, this past week we started a new program. There's some kids, you know, that that are very fortunate. They got a great head on their shoulders. Yep. Unfortunately, they participate in, in the fair because you know we're, we're coming out we're coming out of a two year cycle that's very bad on all communities uh, and a lot of people. Right. But we found that. A lot of kids, you know, we don't want them to fall to the cracks. So uh, the Heritage Foundation decided to put together with our members uh, a scholarship uh, to to help these kids with the funds and with mentorship because our members have a great, great, great uh, background in, in livestock. And we're going to mentor these kids at no cost to them wow. uh, to help them bring a project to the fair. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's no fault of them. And I'll tell you one thing. We just participated in some great interviews. And, and these kids, I mean, my jaw just dropped. I mean, <laughs> and they just need an opportunity. That's you right. Know, they fortunate that I fell into a mentor that offered me a chance. Yeah. And I ran with that. Yeah. I ran with the opportunity. You know, now it's my moral obligation to offer that opportunity to other kids. And that's what the Heritage Foundation does. And that's what our members are so passionate about and supporting. 
And that's why I can't stop bragging about our great members at the Heritage Foundation. Well, it takes guys like you, it takes guys like Jim, or Jeff. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, and always remember my slogan, we all can give back a penny to a million. You just got to do it. All right, this is FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Saul, FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. It is a AAA Napa Auto Care ASC certified track, uh, dealership. And I'll tell you, they do a phenomenal job. Plus, John gives back like you would not believe to the Boys and Girls Club in East County. So if you got any cool stuff laying around the house, donate it. It always helps. All right, we've got uh, Jeff Dale and Jesse Lario on the line. They're from Imperial Valley Speedway. Uh, track's been around since the beginning of racing, and now it's back bigger and better, along with the whole fair facility. It's not just, I mean, we're talking racetracks, but if, but if you want to have a birthday party, an anniversary, maybe you're doing a, a show, maybe you sell pottery and you want to rent a portion of the track out, they're there for you. So, Jeff, this is the, kind of your close, so let's, I'll let you do the rundown about halfway through the segment about what the track is, who is the track, maybe some heritage, and then, Jesse, I'm going to let you close with the heritage piece. Okay, well, first off, Brent Sexton can get 300, but I think Amanda Robinson can get maybe 400, I hope. (laughs) I'm throwing that at her now. Get her nervous. But, um, again, Friday the the 21st and Saturday the 22nd, um, Mini Dwarves, uh, Heritage Sport Compacts, uh, uh, Southwest Lightning Sprints, um, non-wing open competition strength cars both days. Um, it's going to be something that you got to see. I can't wait. I, I actually flagged the races, and I can't wait to have that main start on Saturday night with 20 cars on the track. That's going to be incredible. It's going to be so noisy, and you're going to love every bit of it. Uh, what kind of price are the tickets? $10 a head, and I can't remember what was the Six and under are free. Right. If you got some little, bring them with you. Um, again, we're doing it to where it's not going to break the bank, and, and we're going to get folks in to see what we have to offer. Um, right. It's going to be a, a really good – and the weather is looking beautiful. Yeah. We got hit a ton load of water yesterday. <laughs> um, going to help the track some, but um, – it, it looks like the weather next weekend is going to absolutely be perfect. I don't think you can get it any better than what it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to kind of mellow and cook throughout the week. And then by the time race day comes, holy moly. So 10 bucks to get in. Probably kids under six are free. You probably got a, some kind of a military discount knowing you guys. Six bucks. <laughs> My gosh. That's crazy. All right, so we've been talking about this wonderful facility, but we haven't told anybody where it's at other than the Imperial Valley Fairgrounds, which I've mentioned this to quite a few people, and I was totally surprised to know that almost everybody knows where the Imperial Valley Speedway is, but for the ones who don't, how do you get there? Okay, easiest way to get here is go down Interstate 8 to Imperial Avenue in El Centro. As soon as you hop off the highway in El Centro, off of Interstate 8, you go four miles north 
on Imperial Avenue, which will run into 86. When you get to the facility, it'll be in Imperial, California. It'll be directly east of the airport. There is no way you can. It's super simple. Four miles north of Interstate 8. It'll be on your east side of the highway, 86, and directly across from the airport. Can't miss it. That's amazing. So how much is parking? Nothing. (laughs) You're never going to make any money. Uh, (laughs) I'm only kidding. See, and that's the kinds of things. I mean, you can take – because right now, you know, thank goodness, I don't know if you're excited about the Padres, but, you know, you can't take a family to the Padre game, whether they're in the – you know, their playoffs or not, and be able to afford it. You could take a family of six, seven, or eight to your facility and have the time of your life, and I'm sure the food prices are very reasonable. And, you know, you, I mean, it's a fantastic outing. If they've never, ever done this, folks, you have to give these guys a shot and just experience the smells, the sounds. Who's your announcer? My, well, Jesse's one of our announcers, and so is my brother, Mickey. Oh, wow. So, And you guys, you announcers, all seem to know everything about the drivers. You know about their families. You know the guys that are crazy. You know the guys that are good. Now, to take that in a very positive fashion. I've done announcing at Cajon Speedway, and unless you know the drivers, it could be tough. Hey, let's go to Jesse, and let's talk about the heritage uh, foundation because i think that that's not only running a facility but it's really giving back to the community through your mentoring program and i have to kind of bring that up first you bet you bet you know uh like i said you know we give scholarships we offer the next generation because hey we got great directors but we're going to need the next generation of directors so we are our, our membership is going to invest for the next leadership to come back and, and take our spot that's going to you know, reinvest into our future. That's what it's about. You know, everybody gave us an opportunity, right. uh, each one of us, but we feel it's our obligation to give the, the next generation those opportunities. There's great kids uh, coming through the, the Valley, but there's some that may not have that opportunity that, that just need that little um, introduction to a, a mentor or, or, or even, you know, just showing them how to, uh, 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 conduct themselves, or, or or say something, or or even just uh, just how to be, you know, and how to focus their energy. So you know that that's a great mentorship and great scholarship that we offer these kids. But with the Heritage Foundation, I mean, you're right. How can we make money? One thing we did is we we uh, have a license for all the refreshments that we we market at the fair. Oh, at the fairground. yeah. So. What what do we do? You know, do we charge twenty dollars and have very little people in the stands and buy no refreshments, or do we make it economical and acknowledge the time that you know we're just coming off a real bad period where we all had to stay home? There was nothing yeah. to do. Let's affordable. Let's fill up these stands. These racers love stands that are full. At the same time, whenever you fill up the stands and, and you make it affordable, they're going to go buy those refreshments, yep. especially when the refresh is going to be an investment not only into the facilities but into the great community with with, with these with these kids coming up. So that's it just it just a win-win situation for all. And that's the that's the you know that's how we see the opportunity with the with the race. So, you know, I am very excited and and we don't yeah, I'm I'm a race announcer. Jeff is going to be the flag man. 
um, you're going to see our directors running around helping one way or the other. There's another one that's in charge of concessions. Uh, I mean, we're all involved. Right. Uh, we do not hire crew to come from another place to, to run the race. We are hands-on. We do it. And, yes, we have great help from uh, Bronson uh, and Amanda that, that are coming in. Uh, to help us out, but like I said, you know, you want to be the best. You got to surround yourself with the best, and that's what we feel we do. Without a shadow of a doubt, and you take your ego, put it in the trunk of the car, and go in and have the time of your life, and then that way everybody benefits. I mean, everybody benefits. So it's going to be the, uh, the another way for folks if you do want to help out and get part of the uh, Heritage Foundation. It's C M W F heritagefoundation.org just go online take a look at it you know and see if there's anything in there that you can help out uh because you know it's it's like anything you know every every penny helps every little bit helps out who knows you might even get on the board you might even volunteer you might want to be a flagman you know who knows i mean the opportunities are are huge you know when you're dealing with a facility like this that's growing you know, and I like the fact you're doing it one step at a time. You know, you're not trying to bite off more than you can chew. Yes. But you know how you eat an elephant? One, one bite, at, bite a at a time. <laughs> I totally agree with you, man. I, I totally, totally agree with you. So here's the deal, okay? Normally, I sell this segment. Not why well, I sell this hour, but you guys, it's free. But on, on, on th- at 3 o'clock, from 3 to 4, I do a racer radio show. So I will give you a 15-minute opportunity to call in during that segment because Racer Radio has been on air more years than I care to admit. And if anybody wants to know what's going on locally, it's through my show. I'm willing to give you a 15-minute segment that you can have somebody call in every week, once a week, or once a month, twice a month, whatever your schedule is, you look at it and... And, you know, I'm happy to help you, okay? And it's the same number you just called. It's as easy as what we just did in an hour, and I am, I'm thrilled to do it. And I will even go so far as if you can find a local business that's willing to sponsor that segment, you can keep the money, all right? Uh, okay, awesome. thank you. Thank you. And that's a weekly show that I don't take breaks. I don't do Christmas. I don't do Easter. I don't do my birthday. I'm here. It's live. I, I voice the commercials, as you can tell. You just give me bullet points, and we'll see if we can't fill those stands up. You bet. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. Well, Thank you, Dave. It's like the group you're with, right? It's like the group you're with. If you guys all didn't have the same mindset, this would never work. You bet. Yep. All right. All right. Well, that's it. Can you believe it? That was an hour. Well, I just, I just want to say heritage heritageracingseries.com. dot com. You could pre pre buy your tickets, oh, or okay. you can buy them day of. All right. Well, that's great. Look forward to seeing you. I'm going to do my very best for this next weekend. It sounds like a blast. So I'm going to let you guys go. I'm sure you're probably going to go out and wax some seats or do something because you look like you work <laughs> seven days a week. All right, guys. Thanks for thanks for calling in, and we'll look forward to talking to you down the road, folks. This is Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM ninety six one, AM eleven seventy. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.